One of my favorite images I have ever seen is called the pale blue dot. The pale blue dot is a photograph of planet Earth taken on February 14th, 1990 by the Voyager 1 space probe from a recorded distance of about 6 billion kilometers. This image looks like a black screen with three sunbeams going through it. It almost looks like a picture taken on a Samsung. Yeah, I said it. In the third beam, there is a pale blue dot. It's, 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 it's actually almost invisible if you're not looking for it. But it's there. This pale blue dot is Earth. Hanging in the spans of nothingness. Every war, every battle, every hero and every villain, every good deed and unspeakable deed. has occurred, has existed on this pale blue dot, suspended in nothingness. Think of your life. Think of what you're worrying about right now. Is it a spore? Is it a test? Is it a girl? Boy? Is it a father? Is it a mother dying? Is it your clothes? Maybe you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas. Maybe it's, maybe it's the most intense thing you've ever been through. Maybe it's not. But let's look at what the critic of life says. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. Completely meaningless. What 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 do people get for all of their hard work under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth, it never changes. The sun rises and the sun sets. Then it hurries to go around again and again and again and again. The wind blows south and turns north. Around and around it goes, blowing in circles. Rivers run into the sea, but the sea never is full. Then the water returns again to the rivers and, and it flows out again into the sea. Everything is some beyond description. No matter how we see, we are never, no matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. No matter how much we hear, we are never content. History merely repeats itself. 
It's all been the same thing. It's all it's all been done before. Nothing is new underneath the sun. Some sometimes people say here is something new, but it is actually old. Nothing is truly new. It's it's never truly new. We 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 don't remember what has happened in the past and future generations won't remember what's happening right now. I, the teacher, was king of Israel, and I lived in Jerusalem. I devoted myself to to search for understanding and explore uh, by wisdom everything done under heaven. I soon discovered that God has dealt tragic, a tragic existence to the human race. I observe everything that's going on under the sun, and really, it's all meaningless, like chasing the wind. What is wrong cannot be made right. What is missing cannot be recovered. I said to myself, look, I am wiser than any of the kings who ruled in Jerusalem before me. I have greater wisdom and knowledge than any of them. So I set out to learn everything from wisdom to madness to folly, but I but I learned firsthand that pursuing all of this is like chasing the wind the greater my wisdom the greater my grief to increase in knowledge only means to increase to sorrow we are suspended on a pale blue dot we are like dust in shadows a blink who who are we that God would even care about Albert Einstein is a famous name that everyone knows. He concluded at the end of his life that a creator was real because he looked at the patterns of life like the mathematical rhythms, the fine-tuning of the universe. And said, God, a God is real. But he made it very, very obvious. He thought it was hilarious that Christians believed that uh, God would care. But that's where he's wrong. The concluding thoughts. From the critic of life says everything is meaningless says the teacher completely meaningless he says keep this in mind the teacher was considered wise and he taught the people everything that he knew he listened carefully to many proverbs studying and classifying them the teacher sought to find the right words to express truths uh, clearly the words of the wise are like cattle prods painful but helpful they collected their sayings uh, they're like nail-studded stick with which a shepherd drives the sheep. But my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful for writing books is endless. <laughs>
and much steady wears you out. That I have found true. That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands. For this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. This is Ecclesiastes. It was written by Solomon, the wisest man to ever walk the earth. At least according to my God, who knows everything. It's the wisest man. Concludes with, yes, everything is meaningless. But it doesn't end there. He says, we must fear God and obey his commandments. Because because God will judge us for everything that we do, including secret things, whether good or bad. So Albert Einstein says, yes, there is a God, but everything we do is meaningless. And he stopped there. But Solomon warns us and says, no, this is why God is God, because he does care. He does care about everything that we do. We are like sand in the sea. Me and you, we're like grains of sand. We're like a leaf on a tree. One season we're here for a couple months. That is gone. Our life is gone. We're like a blink in the eye of God. We are nothing, and yet He still, He still cares for us. He still, He still searches and seeks and chases us. This is the difference between any other cult or understanding of Jesus Muslims say that God would never humble himself to become a man Buddhists say God is in us Confucianists well I'm not going to go down that road Hindus (laughs) there are many gods but Jesus Jesus says this. Therefore, if there is any consolation, any comfort in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfilled my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in loneliness of the mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out, not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Jesus humbled himself. Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus. Jesus, being in the form of God, did not consider and a robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. 
And being found in appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross of absolute humiliation. Therefore God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name, that at that name of Jesus every knee will bow, and those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Meaningless. Meaningless. What does that mean? Of all, of all, it means smoke. It means that this life is fleeting. It's like trying to grab smoke. That's what that means. Meaningless, 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 meaningless means you're trying to grab smoke. It's like it's here one second, it's gone the next. But this doesn't make life bad. This doesn't make life unenjoyable. Remember when you were little? <laughs> I remember I was on a playground once and I kicked a ball up into the air and it came back down and hit a girl right in the face. Her name was Lily. I remember. And she cried and everyone ran to see what happened and I knew exactly what happened. And then the principal came outside and I became terrified and I, I hid behind the slide. I didn't present my case well because everyone was wondering what was going on, but I was hiding in the back corner so it became quite obvious that I am the culprit. Dr. Ross, <laughs> that's that's his name, my principal, he, he walked up to me. This happened in third grade. He walked up to me and my memory ends there. I don't know what he said, <laughs> but I remember being terrified. Now it's just a funny story. <laughs> Do you remember when you were a kid on the playground and someone stole the swing or took a Lego set that you wanted or didn't let you play with the toy that you so desired? Thing at the spot at the lunch table, you thought it was the biggest thing in the world, but now you look back and just laugh. I'm not devaluing your pain, but look at what you're facing right now. Is it any different? Why do we hold on to grudges, to bitterness, to anger, unforgiveness? Life moves too quickly for us to hold on to such petty things. I know it feels like the end of the world, but whatever you're facing now, in light of eternity, it is nothing. It's going to be a joke. You're going to tell in a thousand years. If you even remember it. 
And the reason why I read Philippians 2 and brought up Jesus out of nowhere is to remind you. Although we hang in the middle of nowhere on a small pale blue dot, the God of the universe, who knows all things and everyone, the God who created it by speaking it into existence. He made himself man. He humbled himself. He made himself nothing. He got on the cross and he died. On the speck that he created, he gave everything for. For you. Just imagine you create the universe. You create something that fits in the palm of your hand. You make yourself smaller than dust itself. Suffer a death more brutal than any man has ever suffered. And you do it willingly because of love. Life isn't meaningless after all. Your life isn't meaningless after all. So two things to take away. One. Although you feel as if what you're going through is the end of the world, I want you to ask yourself, is it? And if it is, let your anxieties be known to God with prayer and thanksgiving. Let your request be known to him and he will give you a peace that passes all understanding. So ask God for help. But remember, when you were a child on the playground, how everything felt like it was falling apart then. God has you. He always has. It is, it is healthy to keep eternity in light because unforgiveness becomes foolishness, bitterness, becomes unwise and joy becomes reasonable and keep in mind that that although we rest in the midst of nothing on the speck of almost a seemingly nothing that's where God came because we are more than shadows and dust we are more you are more Maranatha.